Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you live from Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, and I'm very excited because we have Rajesh Gadiar with us, Vice President and CTO of the Network Platform Group. Welcome, Rajesh. Oh, it's a pleasure being here, Allison. Thank you. So we've known each other for a long time, but this is your first time on Chip Chat. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. So, Rajesh, We've been uh, doing chip chat for a number of years at Mobile World Congress, and the progress that the network industry has made since the early days of definitions of NFE has been tremendous. This year, we we see tremendous amount of innovation across core and edge, and a lot of discussion about how 2019 is the year for 5G. What are you most impressed about that you see? Intel has been a pioneer in terms of driving the network transformation. We see some really good proof points of that over the last few years. Network virtualization has become a paradigm end-to-end. So we see actually in the enterprise applications such as virtual CPE and SD-WAN. We see RANs being virtualized, so virtual RAN, cloud RAN kind of applications. We see network core, particularly wireless core, being virtualized, so EPC, IMS. So we really see virtualization sort of like whole strength now, end-to-end, even cable infrastructure, virtual CMTS. And so I'm actually excited because when you look at sort of like the talk at this Mobile World Congress is really about 5G and 5G rollouts. And I truly believe that without the work that we have done to transform the network, to virtualize the network, it would have been extremely difficult to realize the full potential of 5G. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited. I think the network transformation is real. We are actually seeing the network largely virtualized across the board, enterprise, the radio access network, in network core and in the cloud. And really looking forward to the 5G rollout, because with that, actually what happens is the new wave of services, particularly at the network edge. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting times ahead. Now, of course, you're the CTO of the Network Platform Group, so I bet you are thinking also about what we haven't done yet and what we need to go do as an industry to complete this network transformation process. Can you describe where you focus when you think about this question? Over the last few years, we have put in a lot of effort to drive standard interface for all the platform telemetry across CPU, chipsets, NICs, accelerators, and FPGA. And what we would really like to do is to be able to apply a machine learning model, a trained model that's based on historic data. So what that allows us to do is, based on what we have learned about the failure scenarios, so let's say an Ethernet port is going down, we know actually what kind of policies we can employ to migrate the virtual machines or network functions. Mm -hmm. And what we want to be able to do is, based on this historic data and training a machine learning model, we want to actually draw inferences and close the loop so we can actually connect the dots between the telemetry information, the machine learning and AI paradigm that sits behind it, and the orchestration to completely automate the network infrastructure. A key tenet of NFV was actually how you automate the network infrastructure so you don't actually have to roll a truck every time you see a problem or you install a new service. And I think there is some unrealized potential here that I think we should really go off and look at solving as an industry. Now, automation is fantastic. Are there other areas of focus that you want to make sure we address from a closing the loop on network transformation? Yes. So there are actually uh, two other things that I would like to talk about. One thing that I constantly hear from our operator friends, comm service providers, is the difficulty they have 
in truly realizing implementing applications as cloud native. And you'll actually hear this term cloud native quite often. The challenge there is, I think as people have gone from fixed purpose appliance model to using a server-based infrastructure for virtualizing network functions and deploying on standard server hardware, they have made choices like use of SRIOV, uh, single root IO virtualization, that uh, gives them performance, but it does not have the flexibility, and it actually creates dependencies on particular hardware. Now, there are actually standards like IO, virtual IO, which allow you to get the flexibility and be able to make the network functions portable. The problem is it doesn't give you the performance. So you have these two extremes. And what we're trying to do is create a software framework that allows for hardware abstraction. So we're actually extending our DPDK. In the next phase of DPDK, we're trying to actually drive device abstraction, which would allow for the performance yet not create any hardware dependencies so you can actually have hardware abstraction. And what that allows us to do is to then really drive towards a cloud native implementation of a network function so we can really achieve the cloud scale and the performance for network functions. And then the third focus is really 5G and edge services. Mm -hmm. Edge is a term that is actually broadly used. It can be an enterprise edge, it can be services deployed in the radio access network, it can be services in a next generation central office at the network edge. What's actually missing in my opinion is a good platform to build, deploy and manage these services. Mm -hmm. And so we made an announcement this week here at MWC, a software stack called Openness, which is, think of it as a software platform that allows you to create edge services with an easy button approach. So this is actually really targeted at developers that would build those edge applications. To me, actually, 5G, it's as much about the business model innovation and new supply chain as it is about the technology. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to realize the full potential of what 5G offers, we really want to actually make it easy for this new edge services to be created and deployed and managed. And so that's what openness is all about. It's our attempt to appeal to the developer community and make it easy for them to build the edge applications. What is the Intel team doing? You've talked about the openness delivery, but what are we doing from a broader perspective to drive that developer innovation and the ecosystem focus on things like advanced analytics and AI or cloud native stack delivery? Yeah, so we have been actually doing a lot of work in the open source community. As you know, DPDK actually originated from Intel. And mm -hmm. Now there is actually a very vibrant community around DPDK. So as a next phase of DPDK, we are looking to drive a more cloud native direction. So a hardware abstraction model while being able to deliver the performance. In addition to that, in parallel with that, we are actually also looking at how do we actually improve the kernel networking stack? Because one of the approaches for cloud native is using containers and microservices based implementations to create and deploy network functions. Towards that end, we've been looking at new approaches to optimize the networking stack in the kernel. And we've been looking at a new socket interface called AFXDP. Uh, so, so there's a lot going on in that space in terms of uh, how do we actually really drive towards cloud native by providing the right level of abstraction, but also actually improving the performance pretty significantly. Separate from this, actually, you asked me a question about uh, AI and analytics. And there is actually, uh, as you know, there is industry data about how by 2020, 82% of the network traffic is going to be video traffic. As a result, the ability to monetize that video content by doing analytics at the edge, that's one place where we can actually apply AI. I think there are security applications that we are looking at in terms of how do we actually create a machine learning model 
that can automate the process of finding malware and bad signatures and be able to actually take automated action. So that's another area that we are looking at. And then of course, optimizing the network infrastructure and really making the network self-organized and automated. So that's another area that we're looking at. So I'm really excited. I think there's a lot of different opportunities that we are pursuing here to drive the full potential of 5G. This was a fascinating conversation. Where would you send folks in the industry to engage with the Intel team and learn more about some of the open source programs that you talked about, some of the areas where you can engage in terms of the Intel engineering community? The work that we are doing on creating software platform for the next wave of edge applications and edge services, OpenNest that I mentioned earlier on this chip chat, they can go to open-nest.org. There's a lot of information there already. And that would be a good starting point to engage with the Intel community on the Edge stack. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you.